Welcome to this episode of Homeopathy Lee, where I will talk about homeopathy and where I will talk about why homeopathy is the real rebel medicine. Something happened. Uh, I woke up this morning. It's quite early here. Uh, and I'm recording this spontaneously. And and the thing that happened is that the uh, university that have accredited my bachelor degree in science, in homeopathy, has withdrawn uh, the accredi- <laughs> accreditation, or whatever it's called, from the college I went to, the Center for Homeopathic Education. They have had some people in looking uh, on some of the courses that they have available if you are members of their club. And, you know, we're homeopaths. We talk about a lot of things. We have a, a, a different worldview. <laughs> we, we disagree with a lot of things in medicine and, and we have a, a bigger and more advanced, if you ask me, view on, on the body where allopathic medicine seems to simplify everything so it was a little bit of of a shock you know to wake up uh, to the to this news also because i know that it's a disaster for the the school that i went to because they have a lot a lot a lot of students finishing their bachelors right now and I don't know, but I assume that when Middlesex University, they say that they are withdrawing everything immediately, that that then means that these students, they won't be able to finish. And that is, of course, going to have like big, big, big financial impact on the uh, on, on Center for Homeopathic Education. And it's also going to have a cause a huge impact on the students that are just I know how hard they have been working towards getting their degree because I talked to some of them. So I don't know what's going to happen right now, but uh, uh, maybe they simply just won't be able to get their degree or hopefully they will be able to get another university to accredit the... um, their their education we have to remember that the education when you take a science degree you know you take a science degree you get you get your science degree not because of um what you think about homeopathy but you get a science degree because you learn about science you learn how to do research in in quite advanced you know i did it it was not easy it was uh, it was tough and they were really expecting a lot from us and you know our essays and our exams papers, they were read through by Middlesex University. So it's, um, I know how much hard, I I know how, how hard it is to get this. And I know that all of the students that has been studying on this now, they must be absolutely crushed. But of course it's gonna have far more reaching consequence than that I don't know what it feels like to be studying on a course and then it's being terminated so close to the finishing line 
and I don't know what it feels like to be the provider, the, you know, the Center for Homeopathic Education and have this happening at this time. But there's absolutely no doubt that there is also an element of harassment in this, unfortunately. And that's also uh, some of the things that we have to talk about when we talk about homeopathy, where uh, it seems. The last time the Center for Homeopathic Education was harassed, harassed harshly was when they screened the movie Waxed in London, and this was the European uh, premiere of the movie. They had Andrew Wakefield coming there, and um, and of course, okay, so, so so I know people that went to the screening, and I have some really good insight <laughs> information uh, about this, uh, because I sometimes talk to Marcus Fernandez, who is also the uh, principal of Center for Homeopathic Education, <coughs> but when they did this screening, they did this at Regents College, which is the building where I studied homeopathy when I studied in London. That was before the education was available online. And I was, the first two years I was studying, I did live in London. And then after that, I moved back to Denmark and I was flying back and forth to do this education. So I know Regents College very well, very, very nice building. I loved going there, absolutely. But then after I um, finished, I didn't finish my studies, got my degree. You know, I got this bachelor's degree of science from Middlesex University that has now been taken away from Center for Homeopathic Education. Um, but when they were screening Waxed at Regents College, then they got kicked out of Regents College and they got kicked out with immediate effect too. Censorship of homeopathy has always been there. Censorship of talking negatively about vaccines has always been there. And now you can imagine more than ever before. And as it turns out, you know, we are, we are critical about vaccines when we are homeopaths. But we are, and we are critical about a lot of things. We are critical about the way that medicine is being prescribed. We are critical of the view that the general practitioner have of the human body. We have a, a problem with the way that body and mind has to be separated constantly in allopathic or normal general practitioner medicine. We just have a different worldview. And this worldview on this view on medicine is just intolerable to allopathic medicine the reason why there can be a science degree when you talk about homeopathy is because we talk about science as homeopaths and we have a completely scientific method when we are working with homeopathy what the problem is, the problem that medicine has with homeopathy has never been the, the good, solid medical education that we have as homeopaths and that we always have had. You know, we have very thorough uh, anatomy and pathology and um, 
we learn about research, we learn how to read a scientific study critically, we know what is gold standard uh, science, we learn about diseases, we learn about history of diseases, you know, this. it's not that we are not being educated completely different from doctors, for instance, but there are, of course, the huge differentiations as well. As homeopaths, we have nothing to do with the pharmaceutical industry or, or what you would call big pharma. Because you have to remember that the homeopathic medicines, they are actually <laughs> pharmaceutical products because they are manufactured by pharmacists. So this is how close we are to allopathic medicine or general practitioner medicine. We are being regulated by the same authorities. But the big difference is, of course, that on top of that, as homeopaths, we like to add more layers, you could say. We are very interested and we cannot uh, separate ourselves from the mental and emotional picture. But apart from that, then we also look at what are you eating, how are you sleeping, who are you hanging out with. Do you do any physical activity? You know, we cannot have a homeopathic consultation without coming all the way around all the symptoms, at least when we are talking about chronic things. When it's acute things, then it is a little bit different. But that seems to be something that allopathic general practitioner medicine, that they have a problem with, with homeopathy. That we have these extra layers that we add on top. I spoke about that in the previous podcast. The other thing, of course, we have a problem with is the use of medication, of, of big pharma medication, because it comes with side effects and because it has this ability to suppress symptoms so that instead of the allowing the body to finish the healing that it's already doing, then it's just blocking the body's ability to do that. There are many great examples of this where, where we just want to support the body in the process that it's already going through. So the best example that I have is always the example of hangover. So when you have hangover symptoms, is it the hangover symptoms that is your problem? No, it's not. It's the poison that you took the day before or 12 hours before, how long time <laughs> it takes you to produce hangover symptoms. But the hangover symptoms, hangover symptoms is the body trying to get rid of the poison. It's the body doing exactly what it's supposed to do. We wouldn't want to prevent the body from detoxing ourselves after we have been drinking alcohol. This is a good, solid, healthy reaction from our body that is just simply doing its job. And this is basically the view that we have on disease in homeopathy. The, the disease can in many incidences be understood as the solution. But it can of course only be understood as the solution if we do the right things, if we treat it in the right way so that the solution can come to an end very soon so we don't have to suffer from the symptoms anymore because 
that's what we do. Another example, you know, one that I use quite often is that if we have a warning light lighting up in our dashboard on the car, then we take the car to the garage, but we don't take the car into the garage with the expectation to have the dashboard fixed. We take the car into the garage with the expectation that they will use the flashing lights in the dashboard as information about something somewhere else in the body that has to be fixed. And that's what we are doing with homeopathy. Another an example from from real life is the way that you become specialist in allopathic medicine. So we have specialists for everything. Uh, but we have no specialist for side effects and that's <laughs> one of the things that I think is a huge scandal and something that medicine absolutely should be taking care of. If you are prescribing medicine with side effects, you should have a system in place also to deal with it. You know, when warfare companies, they sell mines, landmines, however disgusting that is, they also sell a solution to remove landmines after the war is over and that's maybe even more disgusting i don't know but at least they do offer that i think that medicine needs to do the same thing we need to have some specialists in place that can help you with the side effects but if you are if you have a skin problem if you come to me with a skin problem what i will do is I will ask about your digestion. <laughs> and that's not just something homeopaths do, do. You know, this is something that many other traditions of medicine they do. So we have but if 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 you go to your doctor with a skin problem, you'll be sent to a dermatologist, to somebody that will look very closely to your skin and talk about your skin. But what we know in homeopathy is that very often our skin problems, they are actually a bowel problem. And it's the bowels that needs to be treated. But the skin specialist will never talk to you about that because they will only talk to you about the skin. It's quite natural that skin and bowels are connected because they are actually connected as tissue. We may have an asshole in between <laughs> or anus or a ring muscle or whatever you want. And then on one side of it, we call it intestines or the colon. And on the other side, we call it the skin. But the tissue is actually directly and completely and always and never have been separated. So if we have a digestive problem that then starts to express... So, so let's say a constipated baby. And this constipated baby starts to get some skin problems. And then, then you take it to the doctor uh, for the skin problem. And then you get a cream to put on top of the eczema so that the eczema doesn't express itself there so where do you think it goes where can it go if it if it can't express itself on the skin well the other organ that is connected directly to the skin is the lungs so then it's quite natural to suspect that if you have a flashing red light here that can't express itself on the skin anymore it's just gonna have to go somewhere else because we haven't treated the real problem, which, is, which could be the constipation or whatever bowel issue it could be. 
And then you have something on the lungs, and now you have something that is can actually kill you. Because if you get asthma, it's something that you can die for from. You can you you can't die from eczema. But when you are sitting there and looking at the body split into parts, being dealt with by different specialists, then you lose the holistic picture, and that is a disaster when we look at it as homeopath. I'm a big fan of many aspects of allopathic medicine, in particular when it comes to emergency and critical care. Wow, you know, good stuff. And we have absolute heroes working in these facilities and they are doing miracles every day. To die in a hospital is near impossible. I know there's a lot of different opinions out there and um and and there's a lot to be said about this but I have seen it firsthand uh the the, the critical care that they can provide uh, and the expertise and the specialists in this area they are absolutely incredible but it doesn't allow for not looking at the body as one entity as one where everything is working together and it's working together in harmony and if you have imbalance one place in the body it can express itself in a different place in the body that's what we do as homeopaths we look at the whole body and we take the mind into that too uh, including your spiritual well-being and that's the problem that allopathic medicine has with homeopathy but then it's up to you to decide what do you think about the body? What is your perspective on this? What do you think? What feels more natural to you? Do you feel comfortable going down to your doctor with something and he offers you a medicine and sends you away and may not even have looked you into the eyes? Are you okay with um, experimental vaccines being distributed like candy to everybody and where it's being hyped in a way as if uh, it's God himself that has appeared back on earth again are you okay with that that an experimental pharmaceutical product is being injected into old people and w and if they die after getting the vaccine, it's going to be said that their death was unexplained or that they had under, under other underlying issues going on and they still inject these vaccines into people with a lot of underlying issues, which is a, all old people in care homes. They have underlying issues. Are you okay with that? Do you feel good when you go down to your doctor and you say, um, I have a couple of questions about vaccines and then your doctor look at you as if you are a complete moron and do you think that this is the way anybody should be treated I don't think so you know I, I have been in this field now for so long and I have been so loud about this that I would find it very very difficult to go back to the doctor's office I would go back to a doctor if I needed a doctor, first of all, full stop, I would do that, of course I would. I would call an ambulance if, if anything happened where critical care is what I need, 
uh, and and what is the best option but that doesn't mean that i have to exclude everything else from my life and only pray to the altar of allopathic medicine as human species we have survived for so many years without pharmaceutical products and so many people would like to switch or would like to at least have a combination where they can use allopathic medicine when needed and for all the other things use homeopathy or herbal medicine or any other kind of alternative medicine even if we're just talking nutrition or supplements or even therapy i sat one time down with my general practitioner my gp and i cried my eyes out because i had gone through this terrible time with my daughter being in hospital and almost dying there you go i know what critical care can do my daughter was saved through critical care uh, and i had spent two years i would say building up what a uh, post-traumatic stress and finally i dragged myself down to my gp uh, to my doctor and said i can't go on like this and i kid you not the man he didn't even look at me he was staring into his computer he clearly could not handle i was crying he just i guess he just absolutely hated women crying in his office and i was crying i was down i was broken i had reached a point where i i was a prisoner in my own experience i i was not able to do simple things or i would i would get the every day you know like the normal task i would get that 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 would all function and work but as soon as i had to do something that was outside of that i got very very anxious and had panic attacks and he was staring into the screen while he was tapping onto his keyboard and says i believe in chemical solutions to these type of problems do you have a chemical imbalance in your brain and i was so shocked by what he said i actually stopped crying i was like excuse me you do not understand that there's a connection here i had a bad experience i must be suffering from some kind of stress and then he looked at me well i don't know if he looked at me maybe he did look at me and then he said i can also send you for some counseling and was kind of dismissive of that and i said well thank you so much i would like that and that became a huge 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 help for me to get out of this stress that i was caught in but at that moment i could also just have accepted a pill and then gone home and then been on this medication and god knows for how long i would have been on this medication and what would it do would it mean that my problem my post-traumatic stress that my need to talk about this experience that i went through would that be taken away because i took a pill no of course not but this doctor he said it out loud and proud almost like i believe in chemical imbalances in the brain okay congratulations he believed in prescribing medicine he believed in treating the flashing light in the dashboard and not going back into the engine to find out what is actually going on 
the direct relationship between big pharma and your doctor and your hospital and so on is completely direct. It cannot be separated. We know it from the way that the educations are put together. We know in the way that the pharmaceutical industry is sponsoring universities and building big, beautiful buildings. There's no denying, of course, that these two things are completely and utterly connected with each other. They are in bed with each other, I think you could say. And anything that comes in to threaten that or attack that or take away any of the business from that is uh, not tolerated at all. And not only that, we are also being made out to sound dangerous and to sound... We are being made out to be charlatans and we are trying to take the piss. We are giving you nothing and have you paid money for that. So there is a witch hunt happening for sure. But now the times are changing also, I think. It's like it's out of the box, you know. When things like this happens with the the Center for Homeopathic Education and Middlesex University, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna sit down and do nothing? One of the places where Center for Homeopathic Education have their school clinic is in Neil's Yard, which is a beautiful place in London that I absolutely love so much. They have beautiful places to buy natural products and great food and there's just it's such a nice peaceful beautiful place in the middle of London down in Soho. Niels Yadwer asked what they think about these new allegations against the Center for Homeopathic Education um, where it has been found out that they have controversial views on vaccines or that where at least one person that has spoken on a seminar that is behind, inside a closed system. There's a guy there, Robin Murphy, awesome homeopath, awesome person, and he's giving his view about vaccines. But you're not allowed to talk bad about vaccines. You're not allowed to not be supportive of vaccines. And and he's very honest about that. And uh, he has made this course that is on... Uh, the platform for Center for Homeopathic Education. And I think that's no surprise that homeopathy has a problem with vaccines. We have a problem with vaccines and we have a problem with medicine. That's just the way that it is. But Niels Yard, they quickly, they answered, we, of course, support vaccinations. And why do they do that? I don't know if they support vaccinations or not. It doesn't even matter. Do you know what? They are scared. They are scared what is going to happen to them if they start having controversial views about this hot topic. But to directly say that you support vaccines, that's that's a different matter. But but that's that's what they do and that's why I'm telling you, you have to stand up now and you have to become a rebel. If you don't want to ha- live in this big pharma regime <clears throat> where you will receive uh, appointments on your mobile phone every so often now it's time for this vaccine now it's time for that vaccine because do you really think it's going to end with this do you think that this is the last big blowout from the 
pharmaceutical industry. Do you really think that the pharmaceutical industry that has made billions of dollars on COVID, do you actually think that they are just gonna just be so happy and proud that they were here to help humanity out in this situation? Or do you think that some of the new legislation and laws that has been put in place throughout this that seems to uh, uh, enable more payouts for the pharmaceutical industry, do you think that they are not going to take this opportunity? Have you heard many cases from the pharmaceutical industry where they have been completely ethical, where they have just been complete philanthropists and have spent their shareholders' money without thinking about any return? No, of course not. Big pharma is big business. And at this point, it's very important for me to say that I'm not anti-medicine, I'm not anti-operations, I'm not anti-anything, really. I am for that we make our own choices about our own bodies. And I can tell you that this is, we are losing it. It's being taken away from us. Right now, there's legislation that is being put in place that allows children as young as 12 years old to make, or is it 10 years old? I can't be something between 10 and 12 years old that they can get vaccinated without their parents knowing it and without their parents even being able to get this information so that the school will know that the child has been vaccinated, so that the doctor will know that the child has been vaccinated, so that the uh, authorities, health authorities will know that this child has been vaccinated. But if you as a parent would call to your GP or your school and say, hey, I was just wondering, did my kid get vaccinated? You will simply be told no. Imagine the damage this can have on a child of that age to have to keep a secret like that from your parents. But this is legislation that is has been written and ha is being presented and there is going to be a vote on it. We're talking openly about vaccine passports, all of these things that are happening. Do you need to be vaccinated to go on a plane, to be able to go to a festival, to be able to go to the cinema, to be able to go to a restaurant? And now we all have to share our medical information with each other, um, which always has been something that is completely private between you and your general practitioner and something that I think that a lot of the general practitioners feels a lot of pride about, feel conscious about that they know that they have to protect their patients' rights. And now they have to sit there and see these rights just being taken completely away from the patient. So this was has been like, so important in the relationship between the doctor and the patient. Exactly this thing of privacy, that your medical information is private. This is only between you and your doctor. Now this has to be shared with everybody, but maybe not the parents. I also saw this one case of a mother that was uh, tested positive for COVID when she was in labor. And her child was just taken away from her after the baby was born. And the baby was away from her, I think. I, I, oh, I, I have to be careful about the days. But they, ca they were discharged from 
Yeah, I think the baby was away from her for 10 days. And then they had another 36 hours or so in hospital together with the baby before they were discharged. So this is this is what we have come to. This is what medicine is like right now. And if you don't think this is right, then you have to rebel against it. You have to take a stance against it. And you have to make sure that you don't become a victim of it. Imagine if you had a law that was being passed that said now you can only eat this type of food, for instance. No more whole foods for you. You just have to live up junk food for the rest of your life. This is how I feel about this. It's as if junk food is being forced down our throat when we are being forced to take vaccines, when we are being forced to take medications. And don't think that you're safe even just from that. You know, don't think that, that this is it. Because, of course, the next thing is, how about some precursors that shows that you are at risk at getting cancer or that your child is at risk at getting cancer? So why shouldn't we start treatment for that already now? This is what we are doing with the vaccines right now. We know that the vaccines, they don't uh, prevent transmission between humans. But apparently, they help us having a milder... Uh, milder symptoms if we should be so unlucky to contract this disease. So we're already doing it. Why shouldn't they say you're a bad parent if you don't let your child have this precancerous treatment? It's becoming really, really scary. And of course, the best thing is just to stay out of the system. Stay out of the system when you don't need it, you know. Contact these people when you need them. Call an ambulance. It's what you do. And then they will come and pick you up. And they will. And that is great. But your best call is really to try and avoid that system as much as you can. And by that I don't mean that you have to go around and be sick. You just have to look around and see. Are there any other ways that I can start treating my symptoms? And as I found out back in the day when I started looking for exactly that, how can I treat my child's fever without prescribing a pharmaceutical product? That's how I started with homeopathy. And you can start learning about these things too. And you can become this resource in your family, in your circle of friends that can now start helping with using homeopathy. Homeopathy is a complete and you know sometimes maybe complicated system but also it has some very 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 simple things that you can do and it is very simple to use in particular for acute things and for minor things and the minor things are best treated with alternative medicine because if you come down with something that is too small from your doctor, he will just go, why are you wasting my time? Come back when it's worse. It's going to resolve itself or whatever. And then maybe you have to go and wait until you get more pain or until this, the rash spreads even more or you start getting other symptoms and then you can go back and then the doctor may say, okay, ooh, let's have a look at it. Here's some antibiotics. Here's some uh, cortisone cream or whatever. But... They don't treat minor things. We treat minor things in homeopathy and we really enjoy treating the small things because that's the best time to treat something. 
And we are also super duper, you know, you can learn to treat many, many acute things at home by yourself. Chronic things are best seen with a homeopath, but I have no doubt that you're going to want to see a homeopath for your chronic things once you have had your experience with the acute things. But you have to look at this as a choices that are available to you right now, they are being taken away from you. I know that I have huge difficulty in getting my posts out on social media. I know that they are not being shared in the same way as some of my other posts. Um, you know, I can see it because it kind of comes in waves. It's uh, Sometimes I get seen quite a lot and then I have written something that is a little bit too controversial and then my posts don't have any reach at all. Uh, maybe because I have this warning on my profile that I have been sharing things that goes against the community rules or whatever it is that they call them. But you can, you know, so it becomes difficult for me to talk to you directly about homeopathy on social media. You have to take an active stance on this. You have to do something yourself. You have to sit down and learn this so you don't become a victim of this system of this development that is happening right now sometimes i say the pharmaceutical industry has a, as much interest in your health as the nutri as as the food industry has in your nutrition because seriously when we look at what the food industry is producing is that good nutrition no it's not a lot of it is poison and what do you think is happening in the pharmaceutical industry? Do you really think that they are interested in your health? You just have to look at the results. You just have to look at the way that you're being treated when you go to see the doctor. You just have to understand the little story about the dashboard in the car and the lights flashing up. And you understand when you go down to the doctor, it's the flashing light that is being treated. And one of the reasons why that happens, it is because they, there's all the specialists in medicine. No one gets to see the holistic you. Maybe they will claim that the general practitioner, he's the one that sees the holistic you. But you don't even see the same person anymore. It's not even the same people that work every day at different clinics. So you could see a different person every time you go to see a GP. So how can they get the holistic view on you in the eight-minute consultation or however long that it is? I say to my patients that have addictions to Coca-Cola, for instance, I say just stop drinking it. it. And if you can't stop drinking it just because you know that it's unhealthy for you or because you know that it's it's not a healthy product <laughs> if that's not enough for you then i say just think about the the machine that you're feeding when you're drinking coca-cola think about the shareholders that you're paying every time you drink coca-cola think about the system that you are supporting when you're drinking coca-cola think about the you know, the nutritional values of Coca-Cola. Think about the people that are making money off of that. Look at their airhead advertising. The way that they try to make it look cool and rebellious and all of those things for you to drink Coca-Cola. Just 
just think about the shareholders think about the big industries that are behind that and just decide not to support it i'm not saying that if you're out in a desert and the only and you're almost dying from thirst and the only thing that is available is coca-cola i'm like drink it for god's sake drink it right now but for the rest of the time i think you should just drink water and you should drink filtered water and you should look out for you have good quality water and it's the same thing with the pharmaceutical industry what are you doing what is it that you are supporting when you are buying pharmaceutical products do you really want to do that maybe you do and that's fine and then you're on the wrong podcast but if if that gives you some emotion around oh i really don't want to support that you know then you can start using homeopathy just for that reason there's a lot of reasons why you should use homeopathy i have some of them written down here this is one of this is the reasons why i love homeopathy i had a little bit of a problem figuring out in what sh- which way i should order them so they are not not in any particular order but of course homeopathy is toxin free hey isn't that great you don't need you don't get any side effects when you you use homeopathy you become more independent you don't you, right now you know if if all you do is go and see your doctor and you don't know any kind of natural medicine at home then you are dependent on your gp you're dependent on the pharmaceutical industry if something happens where can you go to so you can go to your doctor you can go to the pharmacy and you can say hey i need something for this you're dependent on them they will always have that hook on you you're not free you 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 can be much more free than that you can heal yourself so much more than what these types of systems your doctor the pharmacies what they try to tell you they say only we can heal you but i'm telling you differently you can learn so much yourself you will become more independent when you use homeopathy you can have like the coolest little kit with 36 homeopathic remedies with you very very small it can fit in a pocket and if you have to if you end up in a situation where no doctor will see you what are you going to do your doctor may not want to see you if you don't have a negative covid test and maybe you don't want to get tested what are you going to do I'm telling you this is what you want to do turn to homeopathy consider why medicine has always rejected homeopathy so harshly do you really think that it's because we are a danger to you I will challenge you to think about that and we also have a very very low impact on the environment so if you care about environmental issues Homeopathy is the medicine for you full stop. Forget Chinese medicine, forget Ayurvedic medicine. I'm not telling you to forget them, but I'm just saying in comparison on this topic about the impact on the environment, homeopathy is superior. The minute doses that we are using, it can never be compared to any other herbal medicine where you actually have to use all the herbs. I'm not dismissing them at all. I'm just saying in this particular area of impact on environment homeopathy is 
superior. It's the world's best medicine. That's what I think. From my experience, from working with it, from the feedback from patients, feedback from people that learn how to use homeopathy themselves. It's just awesome. It's, it's, it, you can experience what can be described as miracles when you use homeopathy. And maybe that's counterproductive to say that maybe you go, oh, that's bullshit, there is no such thing as miracles. And you're right, you know. I'm saying it's being experienced as a miracle. But when it's just your body that gets the right information to do what it needs to do, and in so many cases, in particular when we talk about acute stuff, oh, you can really, really feel the remedy working. And the same going through labor uh, when you have a baby homeopathy is absolutely amazing and then we have this worldview on healing that we where we have the holistic view on the body that we connect the body and the mind we never separate them we look at the whole person you can talk to we, we we want to know what's going on with you and what has been going on with you and what kind of trauma you have been going through because maybe this has something to do with your physical symptoms and we can't know if we don't talk about it and maybe you have some suspicions yourself about some connections in your health and you can come down and feel very safe talking about that with a homeopath I know Marcus from Center for Homeopathic Education the principal from Center for Homeopathic Education and I know that he will get through this he will find a way of dealing with this because he has been dealing with these things throughout the whole time that he has been uh, working with the or since he founded the Center for Homeopathic Education I have complete faith in him. He's a resilient guy. He's the perfect guy to fill up this role um, of being in the limelight and in the firing line of these. what's going on right now with his college. He, he will find a way out of this. But the suppression of homeopathy is real. The suppression of the information that we share about your health is real. We are being squeezed out. We have always been squeezed out, but it's bad in the moment. It's a bad attack, you could say, in the moment. And because of social media, then we're just becoming less and less visible uh, in your life. You have to take a stance on this. You have to find your way into homeopathy. I encourage you to just go in and check it out and have a look at it and see if this is something that could be something for you. Not for all incidences. I'm never telling you to exclude any kind of medicine. Like allopathic medicine tells you. You can only use us. Everything else is bullshit. No, that's not what I'm doing. I encourage you to use everything you have available. And then you just apply the method that is most suitable to the situation and to the patient. <laughs> it's as easy as that. But don't limit yourself just to big pharma products and your doctor help yourself expand your toolbox when it comes to medicine try homeopathy use homeopathy 
join the home prescribers club i give you everything in there you just go in and you just go and check it out you can go in and you can read the downloadable files there's lots of pdfs there's lots of podcasts talking about specific topics in there you get all of that for nine dollars the first month you also get to ask questions in the weekly Q&As and of course also to connect with the other people that are doing the same thing. This is now the time to rise up and to rebel against this. This is pushing it too, too far. To say that our health is dependent on pharmaceutical products is simply a lie. That's not the truth. There is a lot of other things out there Homeopathy is one of the more genius ones and including so many other types of medicine. The amazing thing about homeopathy is that you can learn how to use it and you can become very good pretty fast and you will see the results. So if you're a rebel, if you don't think that your hard-earned money should go straight into tech uh, uh, shareholders' pockets, then it's time for you to take a stance on this topic too. And you have to start educate yourself. And you have to do that before <laughs> even that becomes illegal. We are haunted. But you can still get this knowledge. And as soon as you have this knowledge, nobody can ever take it away from you. As soon as you have the homeopathic remedies in your hands, as soon as you have a blue box of homeopathic remedies, you have medicine for many, many, many years for your whole family. It's sad, it's, it's scary times, it's sad times that we are going through with this development of this virus or whatever it is that is going around right now and causing us to talk about nothing else. But there's also other things happening at the same time. There's beautiful communities that are rising up through this. It's time for you to tap into them and get this extra and new dimension to your life. And the Home Prescribers Club, my club that I am so proud of and that is there and that I am so excited to watch grow. It's there for you for that same purpose. You can tap into that, you can learn from it and you can get real help there. Spontaneous morning podcast for me. Now it's time to get dressed, get my coffee, get on my way to work uh, to see the first person of the day. But thank you so much for checking in with me on this podcast and I hope you will so again very soon. Take care. <laughs>